Reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavat, chapter two. I got it wrong. I somehow said chapter three last time. Um, text 116. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Nidja Nidja Bhakti Rase Dubi Vaikuntera Roy Apana Najani Prabhu Apana Lilaya Om Agana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmulatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vancha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Vayevacha Patitanam Pabhanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siadvaita Gadadhar Shivas Adigor Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare so greetings from the Jagannath Healing House. Um, had a few visitors yesterday and we had nice kirtan, really nice prasadam and I also spoke a little bit. Some of the Sangha members, two of them came up, that was nice. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, before I speak, I'm going to speak of, about speaking. Um, you know, I give these classes every week, and I think the, the most important thing in the ability of me to do this service and the quality of the class I give is the morning sadhana, especially in the morning, because I've already been up for about six or seven hours. Um, today, somehow or other, schedule changed a little bit. The sadhana wasn't to the level that it usually is. And the mind, therefore, is not as clear as it usually is. And, and, that's really to give class. Of course, you have to study, you have to have learn, learning, et cetera. But the access to that information 
really comes from the super soul. Shavasya chahamhiti sani vishto matasmitir gyanam sha. I'm situating everyone's heart, and for me comes forgetful members and knowledge. And the super soul is at reach when the mind is peaceful and the senses are controlled. And I find that when I really do good sadhana, I, it's really you get access to it. Because I, I, I call it the level of unconscious competence. There was a book by Malcolm Gladwell called, called Blink, where he, he discussed this phenomena from very many ways that is a, a kind of a conscious choice of th uh, intellectually. And then there's kind of a flow. I think we all experience it to, to some, some degree or another. Um, so that really, for me, has to do with, with, with sadhana. It, it makes such a big difference. And therefore, I, I'm, I'm being frank, I don't feel especially empowered today to give the class. But I learned also another technique in public speaking is for those who are public speakers, that when you're at a loss for words or when you don't, you know, let's say someone goes to speak and they're just completely nervous and, uh, you know, then the technique is to go with your weakness because that's what you can talk about. And that will get you to the level of unconscious competence. So I guess that's what I'm doing right now. And uh, therefore, one, one thing I feel like doing is just sharing that I would call the Japa realization of the week. Those of you that get Monday morning greetings know that right now, every month or so I have, and people really like it, one offering where I just share the Japa realizations I get. And that's another realizations I have, a realization I had that realizations are unlimited. Therefore, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati said, you know, I forgot, you know, how can you make a, 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 a he, he, he had a, a magazine, The Harmonist, every week we, or every day, or something like that. And people say, how can you do it every day? So you can do it every minute. And I kind of feel like that when you're, when you're focused on Krishna consciousness, new realizations continually come to enlighten you. It, it, it's almost like reality is a jigsaw puzzle with millions and millions and millions of parts. And that life is filling in those various parts. It's, it's almost like a, they're like a lens to see the world. That's, it's kind of a jigsaw puzzle, it's my own analogy, where each piece creates translucence so you can see. And there's just so many components. I'm, I'm never, I'm never ceased to amaze how many components of, of realization. And, and when I'm chanting Japa and I'm trying to improve myself and, and the realizations, you know, humbling, they're always so simple, but there's so many. So also when, when I, I feel like I want to write about Japa, I just write the things that, that struck me. 
And I'm amazed that they come up again and again and again. So here's my Japa realization for the week that we need to alter our consciousness. Cheto darpanam marginum. It's kind of distorted. I always give the example like a mirror, the shape of the mirror, whether it's concave or conflex, the shape of the mirror will affect your perception. And, and, and so the shape of our mind will, 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 will affect our perception. That's just real, and therefore we don't particularly see reality. And the proof that we don't see reality is that as we advance, we see reality clearer. That's the proof that we don't see reality. We should be having realizations in our Krishna consciousness. And that realization is almost like a, a piece of lens. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Oh, what? And seeing yourself and seeing the world and understanding the world. So spiritual life means to alter the consciousness. We don't want to stay in the present state we're in. We want to see the truth. Tadvidi paripatena pariprasthena sevaya upatekshanti teganam gyaninas Tattva darshana. One who tattva darshana. His darshan. He sees what? Tattva. What is tattva? Realityness. Tattva is truth. That's why. That's why when you learn a subject, it's called a. The subject is called a tattva. It's an aspect of reality. So. There's so many components of this. So, so how do you alter consciousness? And I, I look like the mind is like this. If this is like ignorance, it's so distorted. And, and, and anyway, I don't want to give a whole class on the modes of material nature, but when you're in ignorance, people are in ignorance. They don't see clearly at all. Now, when you're in passion, if it's a mirror, it's still distorted, but the vision is clearer. When you're in goodness, it, it, the mirror is clean and it's not um, distorted. So how do you get that way to alter your consciousness? So you can actually see in a higher level by attention, by mindfulness, by meditation. That's what it means. If you want, and this should be our, this, this is my inspiration for the week. Just focus and, and just, just, just hear that name and just be determined. Because if, if, if you can become attentive, it will alter your consciousness and you'll be able to see things on a higher level. Then the second realization I got is that the main, the three main impetuses for attention are anxiety, longing, and love. And the acronym is all, somehow. You know, when you're in anxiety, 
it you know the conscious uh, what i mean anxiety like uh, some problem it, you know you've just focused on it you focus on it you for or in one sense a longing something you want you focus on it for and love you focus on the object so so my understanding here not really yet having developed a profound sense of love that anxiety and longing are the emotional components of attention for us and therefore in Prabhupada Sama, we should chant like a child crying for his mother anxiety and longing <laughs> anxiety and so that was kind of a, 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 a an inspiration and 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 therefore, the, 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 the component of this inspiration was really you have to focus on the meaning of the mantra because it's, an, it's, it's a mantra of longing and, 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 and anxiety and longing because the meaning is, oh, Krishna, there's some feeling to it. There's some reality to it. And then the other realization I had as a start here, is that when you sit down and chant, there's a competition going on between the object of your meditation and everything else in your mind. And you have to be so careful what you put in your mind because you'll make that, the competition will become too great. And, and, and that's the weakness of social media. It creates a competition for the holy name in your mind, which is your, which is your material longings and anxieties and put hate in there too. That's a big one on social media. So that was my own realization. And uh, that's what I'm making my service at an age appropriate time. So it's really nice. This is my focus. My focus is the holy name, and I will make any sacrifice. Everything else is secondary to me because it's my service. We all have to have a service. And that makes things very, very simple because it gives you a meaning and purpose. Otherwise, it, it's so complicated. What to speak of trying to work with an institution, that's never easy. It's kind of a little bit easier for me, but that's another story. So anyway, those are my realizations. And now getting back to the story, which I always try to put in context and it's Lord Chaitanya and his ecstasy on, on the way to Puri. So let's see if we can remember, any of you can remember, I'm not gonna call on you right now, but just think if any of you can remember any of the key points, the philosophical points that you like. I mean, one point I liked is, is, the, is how Lord Chaitanya wanted to come to the Dham in a mood of complete dependence. Therefore, he checked if any people had anything. And 
Yeah, so he, he, he and what to speak of his eagerness to go to the Dhamma. And, and that's a main point in Krishna consciousness. You move according to your goal. One time, this Sanskrit scholar from Vrindavan, who I knew, some I didn't know, I actually was pretty close with him, but all of a sudden I found, found out I was at the teacher training and he was coming next. So I organized a kirtan to greet him. And you can see how, how things are so personal. Rather than, this just another, rather than the competitive mood, uh-oh, here comes someone from another organization. You know, maybe he'll be more powerful, more prominent. Right? No, we honored him. And I had everybody honor him when he came. And what was the first thing he did when he spoke? He started to glorify me because Krishna is responsive. And one becomes a devotee. That the, the nature of the nature of personality is reciprocal. That's what relationship means. So Krishna is responsive. In other words, and that's why the glory of Krishna is he, he, he's controlled by love. Because that's what love means. Love means that all of a sudden, the rule for your life shifts from your desire to the desire of another. And therefore, you are under the control of another's desire, which we hate, except we should not hate it if it's out of love. When we, we love someone, we put ourselves under their rule. If there's any mothers on the conference here, they'll probably know what that means. Or in any deep relationship, you know what that means. But the mother is a mother. She, she, her life is controlled by the child. But anyway, he sat down to speak. And even though he's from India, and maybe culturally, maybe there's a, but he gave, a, he was a technologist before. So he gave a very brilliant Analogy. That's where I got the analogy of the GPS. He said, "What you know?" What, what to, he said to advance his spiritual life, we need a GPS. And when he said we need a GPS, everybody said, "What's he talking about?" And then he said, "Guru Parampara system." And look at the analogy that you move according to the destination you put in. So that's the same thing of Lord Chaitanya going to the Dham, going back to Krishna. What is sadhana bhakti? How does Rupa Goswami define sadhana bhakti? He defines the, the engagement of the senses for bhava. Sadhana bhakti is with a goal. That's why when we often come to Krishna consciousness, Krishna gives us nambas. He gives us an introductory offer. We get some ecstasy. But what? Because we have to set a goal. Maybe he sometimes takes away the ecstasy because we're not really there yet, but he gives us a little taste of it. Everything is the goal. The goal is the most important. So same thing. Look how Lord Chaitanya is moving. He's moving because he has a goal. And what's that goal? The goal is the Dham. And that was the story of Akrura that we're, we're, we're studying in the afternoon. We're studying that story of Akrura. What's the story of Akrura? We're going to read today that he got there and all his desires were fulfilled. But how did he get there? He set the goal. He set the goal. 
that's why chanting and hearing is so important because it, it, it faith is a goal. That's all faith is. <laughs> faith is your goal. That's all faith is. When we say shraddha, it means our goal is Krishna. And our goal, and, and I like to, I like, I think the definition Prabhupada gave, or no, I heard it someplace else. It, it uh, trust by experience. It's not just like a whimsical goal. God is somehow for everybody here. Krishna is somehow fortunately put in our heart that this is the goal. And we are confident it's the goal. Because we see how, how, lining up with that goal how it moves us in the right direction in life and how we have a philosophy that accommodates everything else along the way to keep us on that path every aspect of life with health of course there's a big health controversy vax anti-vax two sides are very strongly rooted in so, wow, you see how easy what you read enters into your mind? <laughs> Where did that come from? Because <laughs> I listened to a lecture by the ISKCON health minister yesterday. <laughs> the ISKCON health minister. Someone sent me a link. I, I, I listened to it. I saw how it entered my mind. I thought, how this, this got to be Krishna conscious. <laughs> who's probably more on the end <laughs> it's interesting okay a little intoxication today so Lord Chaitanya is on the way and he is just crying he, he's just his emotion is so deep and not only is emotion so deep, but there's some revelation of, of who he is. Or, or, or the revelation is it, it, it's God longing for God. Because <laughs> God understands that longing for him is higher than, <laughs> the longing for God is higher than being God. That's, that's what God realized. The longing for God is a more pleasurable experience than being the one that everyone is longing for. So it's a very kind of, so they're saying it's really difficult to understand. That, that's the point that's going here. You really have to have You know, No, wait, wait. Without getting the mercy of Lord Nityananda, Kabe Tucha. Wait, wait. I have to break out in the song to get this today. You see, the, the memory is not as good today. It poses an obstacle. Samsara Basana Mora. Kabe tu chehabe, samsara basana mora, the samsara, 
the samsara, the birth, again, butva, butva, baliate. We're, we're like fools building a sandcastle on the edge of the beach. It keeps on washing away and we build it again. It's washed away. So that's what the material world does. It just frustrates us. Butva, butva, paliate, again and again, destroy. Get tired of it. Get tired. We're doing the same things we've been doing time and time again. And it doesn't work. That was my mother's wisdom to my brother. My older brother, he's such a nice person. But like many people, you know, it's not, it's not even a stigma. He'd been going for, you know, a psychologist, psychiatrist about, about 40 years. Not a stigma anymore, I can mention it, everybody knows, you know. So then he's talking to my mother on the phone and, 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 and he says, I'm getting tired of this because I'm still feeling, you know, whatever anxiety I have. He said, maybe, you know, my mother said, maybe I should try religion or spirituality. <laughs> and my mother recommended me. <laughs> well, right in our family, we have. But then my mother said, well, it, then it doesn't work. <laughs> You're doing it again and again and again and again. So that's the material world. Samsara, basana, more, kabe, tuche, habe. And therefore, by the mercy of Lord Nityananda, samsar basana more, that samsar kabe tucha. This word tucha means like nothing, becomes nothing. There's another verse where that, that, that's used. Chakva, chakva tornamashesha mandalapati, trainim sadatuchavat, butva dina ganesha kal karunaya. Kopina kanta sritao, chakva turnam, asesha mandala pati, shrenim, shrenim means aristocracy, chakva turnam, asesha mandala pati, shrenim the, the six Goswamis kicked off all aristocracy as insignificant. Utva dina. Why Bhutva Dina for all the people in the world that are poor in heart? Bhutva Dina, Karunaya, Bhutva Dina, Karunaya, out of mercy for those people. Kopina, Kantastrita, all they had was Kope, they just had Kopins and Kuntimala, that was their posi position. And, and they, they, so this Tuchva, some Sarbasana, it makes it insignificant by the mercy of Lord Nityananda. So he's praying. So it's saying here, only Nityananda has the power to understand why Lord, Lord lamented and cried. It's very hard to understand the Lord because it, everything moves by his own will. I had a very nice talk with Naranjan Swami. I, I sometimes listen on Saturday or Monday to this Brihad Bhagavat Tamrita. And, you know, his, his purity of, of consciousness and intelligence, it's really nice to associate with. 
He's a great soul. And we speak once a month. And he was talking about the inconceivable nature. And then I, you know, of, of God. Because here we say the Lord of, of Vaikunta, he's God, but he's drowning himself in his own devotional service. And he's enacting the pastime of forgetting himself. <laughs> it's described in Madhurya Kandambini that God has two qualities of Sarvagya and Mugdata. He's all knowing, he must be all knowing, he's not God. And he must be forgetful or he's not God. Why must he be forgetful? Because rasa, is, is the height of love is dependent on drama. And there's no drama if you're all-knowing. <laughs> so God also must be mugdata. So here, forgetting himself, the Lord of Aikunta drowned in the mellows of his own devotional service. So we were talking about this inconceivable nature and I, I made the point that the inconceivable nature of God is absolutely a reasonable conception. And I, 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 I prove it in a very practical way because they say we have two options of what is reality. One is that it's eternal. It, it, it goes back. But can your mind actually conceive that something goes back and then goes back and then goes back and then goes back and back and back and there's no beginning to it? As far as you go back, it goes back further and go back and back and back and back. It's inconceivable. But if you reject that, what is the other conception? That reality starts at a particular time and there was nothing before that that something comes out of nothing. That's also inconceivable. So it, 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 they're mutually exclusive. Reality must be one or the other. So whatever conception you have of reality, whether you're a theist or an atheist, whatever conception you have, it must be one or the other. So what reality is, is inconceivable. And it's reasonable that it's inconceivable because these are the only two choices. Logically, it has to be one of these choices. Therefore, logically, it has to be inconceivable what reality is. You can't understand what reality is. As John once said, I heard a lecture by him. I like, he, 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 he was describing the universe and he said, yeah, it comes out of Mahavishnu and the universe is coming out of his pores and it's so far out and it's so wild. Borijan said, he said, as far as I'm can see, that, that, that makes as much sense as, as, as the universe came out of nothing, which is the scientific view. <laughs> they, they, they also have a creation myth. We're not the only ones with a creation myth. They have a creation myth and their creation myth is, is ridiculous that there was nothing and then there was something. Show that to anybody scientifically. And they'll have some word jugglery that they would know. It doesn't happen. Okay, so 
the Lord meditated on his own form as Jagannath and exhibited lamentation to teach others. So Lord Chaitanya's pastimes are also Acharya Leela. He's come to show us. He come to show us. Gorponim is coming soon. I told you that I will reprint one of my favorite Monday morning greetings, God's problem. And what's his problem? He's not a devotee. And he shows us how to become one. And becoming a devotee means a mature relationship with God. He shows us how to develop that. And to develop that, he has to come without it. Well, he and not has to come without it. The great example of God is that he doesn't have it. Because love of Godhead is in the heart of the devotee. So if there's not the pastime of Lord Chaitanya, then God, then God wouldn't have that experience. Which is another reasonable conception. There's no question of being God without being the supreme enjoyer. Because if you can control everything, then why won't you enjoy? If you can actually control everything and you're actually God, then why wouldn't you enjoy if you have the choice? So God, by definition, has to be the supreme enjoyer. By definition. And he can't be the supreme enjoyer unless he experiences the fullness of love of himself. Which means he has to forget himself. So for God to be perfect, he has to forget himself. He has to become his devotee. And so this is so inconceivable, but it's such a wonderful, rich theology. Again, it's, it's reasonable. The concept of Lord Chaitanya. If, if the Lord did not glance mercifully on the living entities, who would have the power to know him? You can't understand things that are inconceivable unless you get some mercy to understand them. Otherwise, how do we come to this conception? I was just thinking, we really have to appreciate all devotees. All devotees we have to appreciate. And we have to feel some affection to them, even though we're different shapes and sizes, different shapes. I remember one of my god brothers went to this sadhu in Vrindavan and he, he couldn't understand this other devotee that was his god brother. He couldn't understand them at all. And, and, the, and the god brother and this sadhu said, there are different types of Vaishnavas. And then I thought of an analogy. I don't know if I heard it someplace or I got it. Different shapes of metal, if, uh, they can become the same. They can all become heat and light if you put them in fire. But they maintain their different shape. <laughs> so there's so many different types of Vaishnavas. So this is... The Lord then sat down to eat with his dear associates headed by Nityananda. After taking a morsel of rice, Gorhari stood up and roared loudly. So now we have qualified by hearing the tattva to hear the rasa. 
The Lord became overwhelmed as he washed his hands and mouth and repeatedly asked, how far is Jagannath Puri? This is also reasonable. If God to become the supreme enjoyer has to experience love, he has to experience the highest love, love is emotion. And emotion is not guided by the intelligence. So it's reasonable to expect that Lord Chaitanya would get up in the middle of a meal by taking one morsel of rice and at the top of his lungs roar, how far is Jagannath? That's, again, anyway, I have my theme for today. The reasonableness of inconceivability. As soon as Mukunda began to perform kirtan, the Lord of Mukunda began to dance. That's the main expression of love. The main expression of love is the, ex the main expression of love is, is talking about it. Glorification is the main expression of love. It's that throughout the Bhagavatam, it's what they do in the spiritual world. When you go to the spiritual world, it's mostly kirtan. And therefore, because it is the sadhya and the sadhana, it's the means and end. And because in Lord Chaitanya's pastimes, there's this bhava or ras, it doesn't take much to excite kirtan. Just like people who really have love of Godhead and really appreciate the Supreme Lord. It's not difficult to become inspired for kirtan. It's not difficult. And not just inspired, but the conviction that this is the most important thing to do. Kaler doshe, then hey rajan, eko asti mahagunan, kirtanadeva krishnasya, mukta sangam pra. Kaler doshe, then hey rajan, eko. There's one good quality in the age of quarrel, which is in the ocean of faults. Kirtanadeva krishnasya. But this kirtan gives liberation. So both from the intellect and from the emotion, kirtan is the primary thing that's that an enlightened person or desire who person who desire to be enlightened would do. Let's do kirtan. All the pious persons of Chattabog watch the Lord who enjoys the pastimes and but as the Lord who enjoys pastimes in Bhikkhunta dance. So then all of a sudden, this is so attractive because in dance, in singing, in any form of art, an emotion is recreated so that others can experience that emotion. That's the whole point of rasa. There's an emotion, then drama recreates it. The audience experiences that emotion. Satsrupmaj, once we're talking about Maharaj, we're talking about writing, and he said perspiration, inspiration, perspiration. You have initial inspiration, and then you work so hard, and what have you done? You've recreated the inspiration in a form that makes it accessible to others. So what is Lord Chaitanya's dancing? Why are people looking at his dancing? Because it's a manifestation of his bhava. We explain that in the tattva of Radharani. She's maha bhav sarup. 
the emotion of love of Godhead takes a form. And they have the term Anu Baba. Whenever there's Baba, Anu, there's something that follows the Baba, which is an expression of it. So they're watching Lord Chaitanya dancing. And, 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 and they're just amazed. Who can understand the mystery of the Lord's display of transformation of ecstatic love, like crying, shivering, roaring, hair standing on end, becoming stunned and perspiring? Let's see. Crying, shivering, roaring, hair standing on end, becoming stunned and perspiring. There's eight, one is missing, but they're called Astika Satika Bobs. There's eight ways in which emotion will be involuntarily expressed. And, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's an important component of bringing that emotion to its height. So obviously Lord Chaitanya is experiencing this love of Godhead and it's just overwhelming him. And that has to be there with us if we have some heart. There were times that we cried and we couldn't stop crying. Why? Because something moved us, either in tragedy or happiness. Or we laughed ecstatically. Now I'm going to reveal something very confidential. I once had ecstatic laughing. Somehow I was with Tamal Krishna Maharaj. And I, this never happened to me before. I was in, with Tamal Krishna Maharaj in his room in Mayapur. Somehow or other, miraculously, he was so kind, he let me stay in his room. How kind is that? I didn't have any place to stay. My karma is I never have any place to stay. So I was in Mayapur. He let me stay in his room. <laughs> Now I'm an ecstatic laugh when I see the mistake I made, but I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> he said, you go to the bathroom first. So I went to the bathroom first. And then I walk out, and then he goes to the bathroom. And then he walks out into my basement. <laughs> and he said, I don't know, it's gonna be, I'm not gonna be able to control myself. He said, no, one ever, no one's ever used my soap before. <laughs> And if you understand Tamal, he was amazed. But anyway, yeah. If you know Tamal Krishnamaj, it's even more funny. I don't know what, what I, I used to soap. <laughs> he walked out. It, it, it was so beyond his it was so beyond his conception of what a, what a rational human being would do. He couldn't even get angry at me. He was just so. <laughs> no, no one, no one has used my soap before. Well, um, <laughs> but somehow or other, he was in the evening. We were reading Lalita Madhava. Now, Lalita Madhava is one of the dramas that Lord Chaitanya wrote when he got the realization in Satyabhamapur that you should write two dramas, one about Krishna and Vrindavan and one about Krishna and Dwarka. But it's one about Krishna and Dwarka, but it's somehow the storyline is talking about Vrindavan, so it's actually the same, but you should write this drama. 
So I don't know, we were reading the drama and there was a part where Jatila, who is the mother-in-law of Radharani, would take Radharani every Sunday to worship the sun god because that's for the benefit of the husband. In astrology, the sun represents the guru, it can represent the husband, it, it's so you worship. And actually this year, before I came, left India, Krishna was kind because obviously I have been back now for, a, this would be a year, in a week, it'd be a year that I haven't been in India, which is the first time in 44 years. But before I left, somehow or other, Krishna in my heart inspired me that I took five days off just before I left. And with Leela, Leela Velasini, I told her, I, I, I don't want to be the leader. You take me around. I went with someone else. And we went to places that normally we wouldn't go, like, uh, the village of Radharani's grandmother near Radhakun. And then we went to Suryakun, which is kind of an off-beaten place. It's, it's like out in the wilderness. And then there's a big lake. And then there's a small, small sadhu village. So we went out there and we, we went to the see the... But the pastime that happened there is... is Krishna dressed up as the Pujari. And then when Jatila came with Radharani, I can't tell the story with all drama, when Jatila came with Radharani, is begging the, the Pujari to do a puja to Surya for the benefit of her son who's married to Radharani. And then Krishna was like denying it because he was such a brahmachari, you know, he never touched women and I don't know what happened, but I, I was laughing so hard. I had to go in that same bathroom where I used his soap. <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing. It was uncontrollable. I couldn't stop laughing. I'm not saying it was ecstatic symptoms, but there are emotions that overwhelm the intelligence because <laughs> I did not want to continue laughing, but I could not stop laughing. I just was... And I, I, even when I, uh, Gail will understand this, even when I hear the best jokes from Rodney Dangerfield, it doesn't have that reaction. But anyway, so this is it. He's overcome with emotions, but what, what are they coming from? They're coming from this, this mood of Radharani and separation from Jagannath. It, 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 it's it's like the it's it, it's going to see her, her lord she's in this he's in this intense mood it's so powerful the wonderful streams of tears that flowed from his eyes resembled the descent of the ganges in the month of bhadra during the monsoon season and and this is described these ecstatic symptoms i don't know if it's scientific according to rasa shastra but the mind gets hit with some kind of emotion. And according to the emotion, it has a different effect on the mind. And that vibration of the mind dislodges the prana in particular ways, which somehow dislodges 
I forgot what they're called, but the material elements have like a place in the body. And that particular, and if it, if it comes in the earth, you become stunned. If it comes in the air, the hair stand on end. If it comes, you know, so each element has a different reaction. So if it comes in the water element, then all the water, the body's released through the tears. This is why he is described Everyone there was bathed by tears emanating from the Lord's eyes as he whirled around dancing. That is why he is described as the incarnation of love of God. No one other than Chaitanya Chandra had such power. Ihare se kohe prema moya avatar. Your name is prema moya avatar. Haribo, haribo. Boy, I'm going to keep that name, Prema Moya Avatar. Wow. Someone write that down and remember that one for me. A Shakti Chaitanya Chandra, Vini Nahiyar, no one else has this before. This kind of Prema. After nine hours of the night passed in this way, Lord, Lord, Lord Chaitanya became pacified. So, only the kirtan can pacify that longing in his heart. And that's what music is, right? There's an emotion that has to be expressed. Otherwise, it consumes you. That's the whole, that's one of the impetuses for creative, creative. A lot of times, not just the artist, but the artist, the, the, the person with the artistic psychology that constantly has to create, constantly is obsessed with that. It generally comes from a psychology where someone is detached from both parents and therefore they have powerful emotions that they can't identify. And those emotions will consume them unless they're expressed. So the nature of emotions is unless they're expressed, they destroy you. So when you have that love of Godhead, it has to be expressed. And, 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 and it's, and after nine hours of expression, he became someone pacified. That's how powerful it was. Everyone thought that hardly a moment had passed. They were all delivered by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. That's a fact. When you're focused on the moment, there's no influence of time. And we can all experience that if we have the conception when chanting our rounds, when will I be finished? A moment will seem like 10 years or more. But when you actually become absorbed in that chanting, you don't know what happened to that time. So time flies when you're having a good time. At that time, Ramachandra came and said, oh Lord, the boat has arrived at the God. Now this part of the pastime, <clears throat> which we will actually discuss next time or Wednesday, is very interesting because it's completely dangerous. To go to Orissa, they have to cross the river and alight on the Sundarman. That's the delta of the Ganga somehow before they get to Arisa, I don't know how the geography works, but I had a god brother that was from the Sundarban. And he was the most passionate person I've ever met. 
Babanand used to call him the tiger of the Sindhuvan. He was our vice president. Then he became a Babaji. When he made Babaji, his name, it wasn't before, but his name became Tamal Krishna Babaji. And he had an ashram in, uh, in uh, Chakleshwar, I forgot what it's called, yeah, Chakleshwar, Chakleshwar Mahadev, and an ashram there. And Gopi Pranadana stayed there when he had no place to stay and wrote the, the Bhagavatamrita. So it has tigers, it's famous for tigers. And the water before it has crocodiles. And he's crossing the river, Lord Chaitanya, and the boatman is freaking out, be quiet. You know, it's gonna attract the tigers by the shore. The crocodiles are gonna become agitated. And the king's men are gonna find us. They're gonna kill us. This is so dangerous. The only reason I'm driving you is because I don't, then I'll be killed by Ramachandra Khan who sent you. Because remember that magistrate wanted to do service and it's very dangerous. But don't imitate this. Lord Chaitanya would not, Lord Chaitanya would not stop the kirtan. He would not stop the kirtan. Lord Chaitanya's moon is rising and it ain't surprising that there's dancing in the street telling everyone we meet. That was from the Transcendental Roadshow in 1970. <laughs> it's a catchy tune. Wow. Goodbye, Jamuna Jaya. We'll see you. Hi, oh. Ramesh. You have to go, huh? Yeah. Okay. Anybody like to share anything today? Oh. Hare Krishna Maharaj, Israjeshwari. Thank you very much for a wonderful class. One one point stuck with me, which is very relevant to to me. Uh, when you said that it's really really important to um, appreciate and feel affection towards devotees and that devotees are different shades they come in different shapes but when we put them in the fire they kind of you know same you know so it really stuck me because sometimes I have this problem that I I don't feel the affection towards devotees and sometimes they irritate me <laughs> due to due to you know, differences, material differences. So I was as well thinking straight away, it, it, it came to my mind as well. How can I develop the affection for devotees which they are, with, with whom I have those differences? Well, and as well, it reminded me, it reminded me what you said, Maharaj, that Krishna sees only good with us. He's gunagrahi. So to see that devotional part in devotees. So, so I thought that might be the, the way. Would you say that? That's I, think, I, think, I think what I'm talking about is liberality. Obviously, sometimes people don't behave properly. 
but at least the point when we see that people have been executing Krishna consciousness and dedicating their lives for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Mm. And they may not suit our particular swajatiya, our way of looking at things. Mm. You know, we have to just really, really appreciate that. Not just that like that, that people have somehow by blessed by Krishna have They've come to this conception and, 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 you know, of, of understanding God and actually in other religions too. You just have to appreciate when people dedicate themselves to God. Okay, thank you, Rajeshri. Thank you so much, Maharaj. Wonderful class. Anybody thank else you. like to say hello? Express something? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Um, I just wanted to say, of course, I always love to hear stories about Tamal Krishna that was that was wonderful um and i also wanted to say i really loved when you said trust by experience because i feel like often so many times i hear and it's difficult for me to process until i've actually had the experience then it becomes um it becomes embedded in my heart right that's good yeah i like that when i heard i heard that actually by a christian theologian of, of uh, let's see where I think maybe it was a, a Christian theologian named Timothy Keller, who was a successful evangelist, but very intellectual in, in New York, in lecture. Okay, thank you. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hey, hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. You, uh, Kalachandri. Yeah. You could have a vivid, vivid image of the reaction when, when he walked out of the bathroom. <laughs> sure. With his eyes opened wide. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thanks for the class. Uh oh. You, you bike over it on Hill. How did you get into India? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, nice to see Mark, you. I really, I really wish to go to Surya Kund, and I hope one day you can take us to, to Surya where? Kund. Surya Kund. Okay, you both come. I'll take you to Surya Kund. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Maharaj. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? Hari Krishna Gumaraj, Gopinath here. And Kishori Radha. Hari Bo. Hari Bo. See you today, Toto. Yes. Yes. Oh, you too, Kishori. Yes, I'm coming too. Oh, great. Okay. Anybody I'll else? See you soon. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you so much for your class. Yangi. Haribo. 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 Good. Thank you. Thank you. Who else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Welcome in the. Thank you for class. Haribo. Haribo. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to having lunch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj, Namasaki here. Haribo. Thank you for the class. Great. I Thank wish we could come with you to Colombia. Yeah, I wish too. <laughs> Lilo really wants to meet you too. You can train her in cooking. <laughs> Me too. She okay. doesn't need any training. She's perfect, I'm sure. Okay. Anybody else? 
Krishna Okay, Kadamba. See you today. Okay. Yep, see you soon. Okay. Uh, uh, Gloria, Heino, I will see you next month at the end of next yes, month. Yes, Maharaj, it's wonderful. <laughs> Thank how, you for the class. Good. Is this, how, how, how much is it locked down there in Colombia now? Currently, it's more relaxed. You know, it's uh, there's no curfew and... Uh, well, in Cali, there is no curfew at all. There's no curfew anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I saw the statistics. It's going down a bit there now, right? Yeah. Yeah, Maharaj. Yeah. Are you going back to the university or still by online? Still online, but uh, they're trying to uh, move forward to going back to the university. Okay. But that's it. Okay. We'll see you soon. Okay. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna Guru Maharaj. Krishna Prithi, how do you know? Thank you so much. You're still in... Someone else is speaking. What's that? Yes. We had a pizza party at Ganga's place, and uh, we, we were missing you. <laughs> that, doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't give me the pizza, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tradition, I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. No, not now. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, they sent me a nice picture. You know that? Radha Charan and Sad Bhuj and Bhaktivedya Puna and Jagadish. Yes. Okay. No, you're still there. One year. Yes. And we, we're still not sure when we can go back. <laughs> is interesting. He told me he's longing to go back to get back into the. Yes. Yes. Right. He is a little bit restless now. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. Hare Krishna. Hi, Bo. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Hey. Wow. <laughs> You're so fortunate. I can't believe it. You're so fortunate. You also have been there for over a year. Yes, Maharaj. <laughs> okay. And I'm I'm in New York. <laughs> Great to see you both. How are you both? <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Okay. <laughs> okay, who else? That's so nice. Hi, Chris Maharaj. It's Missy. Thank you for class. Hey. Missy, good, great. Thank you for visiting Thank yesterday you. with Ed. That was wonderful. Thank you for having us. We loved it. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hey, Krishna Guru Maharaj, it's Champak. Okay. Champak, by Monday, I should have my ticket. So Monday afternoon, we should coordinate, okay? Okay, perfect. You're definitely coming, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Guru Maharaj. Okay. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's Don Kaylee. Thank you for class. Wow. <laughs> skiing again. You're watching uh, Monday morning. You're watching my class while you're skiing? Well, um, I'm not actually watching. I'm just listening. Uh, okay. Well, when I'm, yeah. <laughs> incredible. But thank you very much. It's an incredible look. <laughs> what can I say? I, I thought maybe you're like a real anti-vaxxer 
you wore that outfit or something. <laughs> Just like a normal outfit because you're worried about. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Bo, Gail. Yeah, I don't know if I should admit this or not, but I came pretty late to the class today because I was moonlighting. I, I, it, I was forced to, I couldn't help it. And so, but then I, I chimed in as soon as I could. And I am not exaggerating. The very first syllable I heard was, Gail would understand this. That's literally the first thing. I'm not gonna tell you what you would understand because you didn't come to class. So. <laughs> no, I'm gonna to listen to the recording. Okay. But I couldn't help it, Maharaj. Okay. It's not my fault. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. We have to get going because I'm I'm going. I have to go now to New Jersey and leave soon. Okay. Bunch of couple Jewish activists in the beach.